Can you imagine a nine-year-old doing Reiki on himself? We're going to hear from Christopher today, and he does just that. Our children deserve to be emotionally healthy as they grow through youth into adulthood. Our mission is empowering children by helping them discover the essential stepping stones to strengthen their emotional well-being. As adults, if we model these behaviors for our children and incorporate them into our own daily lives, imagine the synergy we can create. We're learning strategies from deep breathing, mindfulness practices, and clinically-based interventions our children can learn before the age of 10. Join us as we ride the waves to calmer waters with your host, Lynn McLaughlin. We're going to have some fun today with Mom Tracy and Christopher uh, and find out all about some really fascinating things that can help us be healthier in our overall well-being. Using Reiki and learning about our chakras and the power of crystals, and yes, even children, can do it. Well, Tracy and Christopher, thank you so much for joining us today as we take the helm. Thank you for having us. It is my honor and my pleasure. All right. Well, let's start um, by hearing from you, Christopher. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello, my name is Christopher. I am nine turning 10 in June. Um, my hobbies include collecting Legos, playing baseball, singing, dancing, being outside. And I have two older brothers, two orange tabby cats, and I am performing in a theater group, um, and we are doing Shrek, and it'll be in May. Oh, my gosh, Christopher. There's just so many things there. You you just have so many different talents. My goodness. Or loves. And I think it's fabulous. Just that list of things that you like to do. That tells me that you're a risk taker, aren't you? Yeah. You like to try new things. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to jump in here because uh, my understanding, Christopher, is that you do Reiki on yourself. Am I right? Yes. So we're going to jump over to your mom right now. And I'm going to ask Tracy, give us, give us an understanding of what Reiki is. So we can understand when, when I jump over to Christopher and ask him more about it, we, we can kind of visualize what that might look like for us. Sure. So, um, Christopher just has always been like a natural healer. Um, I could tell from a very young age that he just had a gift. He's very empathetic. Um, so that's why I kind of wanted to to incorporate him into like my Reiki world. So Reiki, like the word Reiki, actually the word Ray um, means universal uh, life. And the, the key at the end actually means energy. So Reiki is like a healing technique um, based on the principle that myself, the Reiki master practitioner can channel energy into clients so I just use different hand placements. So the different hand placements are, are on the chakra system. So our bodies made up of like energy centers and we call those chakras. So um, what I'm essentially doing is going through each chakra um, and activating those like opening, clearing, balancing, healing. So then the clients receiving that energy um, so that the energy can actually flow through their body the way it's supposed to be. Um, sometimes we call it like a block chakra. So maybe it just needs a little bit extra healing. So then the energy is flowing your, uh, through your body the way that it should uh, flow through. So you're feeling better overall, like physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, um, just overall well-being when we stay on top of making sure the energy is flowing through our bodies uh, the way it should be. 
So both Christopher and I practice Asui Reiki. So uh, there's a couple different forms of Reiki, but we follow Asui Reiki. So that was uh, founded in Japan about over like a hundred years ago. And those um, are principles based on like the hand placements. Um, so it's non-invasive. Uh, you're not doing anything um, in the body. A client just lays down fully clothed. Uh, most clients fall asleep. I always say to my clients that if you snore, it's a compliment to me because I realize that you're at your most relaxed <laughs> state to like receive the energy. So snore away. It's the best. Um, <laughs> sometimes clients have a hard time shutting their mind off. So it might take them a couple times to come um, and then be able to kind of relax into uh, the session. So just going through each chakra uh, with my hands on them. So some clients uh, could feel like the heat on my hands. Some feel like they're floating. Some feel like they're heavy. Um, some can actually have releases. So like jolting arms or legs, and that's all okay. Um, some people can get emotional and release with tears, which is fine. Um, we always provide like a safe space um, and I'm there to help. Uh, some see colors. Some see loved ones, some dream, some feel tingling. And a lot of people just describe it like they can feel the energy around them. And when they are done the session, a lot of people describe it as feeling lighter. So it's hard to like put a Reiki session into words until you actually like experience it for yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and they're all so different. So I might see somebody, you know, monthly. Um, but every session is so different and it could be working on, you know, something physical, like, you know, shoulder pain, but then next time it's, you know, grieving or, or something. So every, um, session is definitely unique. Uh, so then when our chakras are aligned, like your body's functioning the most, like optimally that it possibly can, and you're giving, you know, doing that for self-care and uh and healing so then you know you're happier and you feel better overall oh that's a fantastic explanation so i'm trying to predict what some of the questions of our listeners and viewers might be and so it, let's let's just make the connection to emotional intelligence and those really really big feelings that we're going to talk to christopher about in a moment you know those being afraid and scared and anxious and nervous is there a specific chakra that's connected to it or is it all about the energy flow through all of the chakras? Oh, uh, it could be both. Um, it could be uh, like, if you're feeling kind of like unsafe, like if you're not feeling secure, like that could kind of be linked to like your root chakra. So maybe that might need some help. Um, if you're feeling kind of foggy uh, and confused or just kind of not being able to form, you know, words or sentences or, you know, have clarity that could be like your crown chakra. So maybe that just needs a little bit of help um, with the, the energy healing. So then when you're done the session, you feel like more clear and clarity, and then you feel more grounded with that root chakra too. Well, I can certainly see where Christopher has learned it from, although I understand he didn't take lessons directly from you. We're going to talk about resources at the end uh, because I am very intrigued. I've only had Reiki done once and I absolutely, absolutely felt different. 
felt different. I was ready for a big, big event. It was a, my craniotomy, actually my brain surgery and Reiki helped me get in the right mindset. And it was a really good friend from Switzerland that happened to be in the country and, and came and visited me. So anyway, oh. I digress. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. But really it does. And a lot, a lot of people come to you after um, procedures like that, because it really does speed up healing. Mm-hmm. Like if, you know, I've seen people with, that had had surgeries and they come and the recovery time is shortened because uh, just working on that area and trying to heal it, it, it makes a world of a difference. All right, Christopher, I want to pull you in now. And so your mom's mentioned the chakras. Can you tell me what the different chakras are and, and how, how can you know that they're helping us? Like what you're doing for yourself. Okay. Um, so everything is made of energy, including us. And there are seven chakras, which are the crown, third eye, throat, heart, solar plexus, sacral, and root. And the crown, which is above your head, um, like on your head, um, <laughs> it when it's open, you feel joy and happiness. When it's blocked, you feel sad and lonely. Purple crystals like amethyst can help, and it get good sleep. Um, to keep healthy too. So. Oh, okay. So that's the crown chakra. Yes. And then the third eye is above your eye. And when it is open, you think clearly. When it's closed, you may feel confused and get headaches. Oh, interesting. So I you know, I have this visualization on my mind of a third eye, you know? <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people are thinking that way too. All right. Take us through the rest of them, Christopher. Um. There's the throat chakra, which is communication. When it is blocked, you don't want to really talk. When it is open, you want to talk to people. And singing can help to keep it healthy. And blue crystals like lapis lazuli can help. Oh, so I've got a sore throat right now. Does that have something to do with my throat chakra? Because you're mentioning speaking and being able to communicate. But what about the physical piece, like physically ill? Is that a connection? Yeah. Ah, oh, okay. All right. So that's three of the seven. Keep them coming. <laughs> um, so there's the heart chakra, which is um pink and green crystals like rose quartz and green adventurine can help it. When it is open, you feel love, like passion and love. When it is closed, you may feel lonely. And hugging can help it keep keep it healthy. All right, I'm going to ask you about crystals at the end, but um, keep going about the chakras. I find this so fascinating. Um, So there's the solar plexus. It's above your belly button. It is your power. You feel proud when it is open. Um, yellow crystals like citrine can help it. Um, jogging helps it keep healthy too. Oh, what about speed walking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it too. Yeah. Awesome. Physical activity, I would think in general, whatever we could do, right? Okay. Keep that open. Keep yeah. that open. All right. Two more, I think, if I'm counting correctly. Yep. Um, so the next one is um sacral so um chakra is below your belly button, and orange crystals can help it, like carnelian. Um dancing can help it keep it it can help keep it healthy and you may feel creative when it is open you may have a hard time getting along with others if it is closed Mm. I think what you're saying is if you're if you're aware of what the chakras 
how the chakras can be blocked, then you can say, oh, maybe I have to go and have this chakra opened up or have a Reiki session to help me through this. Is that the connection for people? Yeah. Okay. All right. What's the last one? I'm The roots. What? I know this one, the roots. Yeah. The last one is the root chakra, which is your legs and feet. Um, it is your security. When it is blocked, you um may feel scared. Um, red and black crystals like black obsidian can help keep like the chakra clear. Like um being able to go outside and put your feet on the ground makes you feel calm. So as you're speaking and, and listing the crystals, we'll talk about the connection in a minute. Obviously, uh, you and I have talked about our children's book series where all of the characters are named after crystals. Carnelian is one of them. So I just find that so intriguing, the connection to emotional intelligence, emotional well-being, our total well-being, and the crystals. <laughs> This world our children are growing up in is more complex than ever. It's time to start thinking proactively. Meet Zerko, one of the main characters in the Power of Thought children's book series. We're teaching not only emotional vocabulary, but how to recognize how we're feeling and what we're going to do about it. We live on an imaginary planet called Tezra, where every character is named after a crystal. Every book takes children into a situation they can relate to, but teaches problem-solving skills and evidence-based strategies so they can find their way through. This series was developed in collaboration with clinicians, educators, parents, and guardians. And it's the winner of the Mom's Choice Award. Check it out at lynnmclaughlin.com under the books tab. Now let's get back to our guest. <laughs> so um, Tracy or Christopher, how is it that crystals help the chakras to open? Um, so chakras each carry like healing properties. So purchasing a crystal like I tend to research what the crystal helps with and um, I provide an overview when I'm doing Reiki with my clients of like why I picked it for them but when the crystal's placed on that chakra it intensifies the energy uh, and helping to heal that specific chakra so making sure that you are uh, cleansing your crystals is very important because you want to make sure that you are taking out any negative energy that the crystal can absorb when you're putting it on the chakra. So personally, like I, when I'm using crystals on clients or myself or um, what I've taught Christopher is um, usually after the session, I, I place crystals on selenite to draw out any of the negative energy. And we like to charge our crystals. So you can charge crystals by placing them in moonlight. Oh, uh, so, yeah, so usually like you can wear a crystal for a day and I like to take the crystal off and leave it for 24 hours to kind of release all the negative energy it's storing um, before I would wear it again or like place it on another client. Like I don't like to do that. I just um, give mm. it some time to kind of clear. Um, you can also use a singing bowl uh, and some crystals. You can place them in water or salt water. It all depends on the specific crystal to be able to, um, to kind of clear it of that negative energy. And saging is also another option, or you can actually even place your crystals in the ground and um, charge them that way too. There's just so much, there's so much, my good. Okay, all right, Christopher, I know that you love crystals too. I mean, you just spoke so eloquently about all of them um, connected to the chakras. What's your favorite one and and why? Um, My favorite crystal is selenite. It can come in white or clear. It helps you sleep and it also clears the negative energy off of the crystals. And you can also put your crystals on top of it if you get a bar of it. Um, you can put the crystals in also in the full moon 
to charge, cleanse them with sage, singing bowl, or water, and you should not get selenite wet because then it'll crumble. How do you, how do you use it to help you sleep at night, Christopher? Um, I put it under my pillow. Oh my goodness. Oh, I just have so many questions. Okay, Christopher, I'm trying to imagine you do Reiki on yourself. It, it, try, I know it's really hard to put that into words, but what does that look like? What do you do? So you just do the different hand placements for like a couple minutes on each um, uh, like chakra. And then you cleanse all the negative energy off at the end. You make it sound so simple, but I mean, how did you learn to actually sense and be able to feel and move energy in your body? It's, it's amazing. You're nine years old, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I learned level one Reiki with Michael Berry. Um, okay. I spent the day learning about energy. We also practiced hand placements and we made energy balls and, um, I got an attunement. Um, so like Michael passed on Reiki to me so I can channel it now. And I had to do 21 days on myself, but I struggled at first, but the last night I was a pro. Oh my gosh. Okay. So we have someone locally and uh, I, I believe Tracy, we can put his contact information in the show notes, but is there anything else within Essex County that, oh, okay. We have listeners from all over the world where children can go like Christopher has to learn the principles of Reiki, because this is new to me. I mean, I, I know you're, you're trained as an adult, but children, this is totally new to me. I think it's fascinating. And what an opportunity for people who are interested in this. It's such an opportunity. And, you know, I, wanted him to learn. He was very interested in learning. And I didn't actually know of anyone in the area that was doing this. Um, but I did find Michael Berry, who is very kind and caring and compassionate, um, very passionate about Reiki, using it, and now um, teaching children how to use it. I don't personally know anyone else in the area that does it, but I feel like it's starting to build momentum. So I'm hoping that this will keep picking up. And I'm hoping that, you know, um, Christopher did level one and he could probably move on to level two and three. And then possibly if he's interested in becoming a Reiki master um, over time that I'm hoping that more people in the area will kind of open that up uh, to the children because I just feel like it's super beneficial to their everyday life. Absolutely. And Christopher, you have so many tools at your disposal by using these strategies, whether it's the crystals or the Reiki. Do you, do you experience big emotions still, Christopher? Do you still feel really angry, really upset, really worried at all in your life? Well, um, not most of the time, only sometimes. And then so what do you do about that? Because, you know, you, you, you have so much knowledge that so many children your age do not know, do not have. Um, what do you do when you're feeling those big emotions now? Um, I sort of just calm myself down, like maybe do a couple of Reiki spots, like the third eye or maybe like the throat or heart. And, and forgive me for asking, this seems like a, such a simple question, but if you want to ground yourself with the root chakra, is that about going for a walk outside? Is that about putting your feet on the ground and taking in the nature around you? Is that, is that one way that we could do it? Even if we don't know how to move energy around? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Just making it, you know, for people who, who haven't had the lessons, what they, what can they take, what could they do tomorrow, Christopher and Tracy to take the principles of Reiki and chakra and say, I'm going to, I'm going to try this myself today. I'm going to try this for the next month. Um, definitely how you just mentioned about uh, working on your root chakra. So 
just the past couple of years with COVID and everything, a lot of people are working through a lot of emotions because it's just been kind of unstable of, you know, day-to-day -day life and how that's going to look. So definitely um, working on the root chakra is beneficial to everybody just because that's kind of like your base chakra. Like that's very important to take care of. So definitely grounding yourself so you can ground yourself by taking your shoes off preferably in the warmer months it's nice <laughs> yes we're yeah. getting there <laughs> you know just walking walking in the grass you know if you're away on vacation or even like at your local beach like take those shoes off feel the sand sink your feet into the sand connect to the earth picture yourself like a tree like you're rooted to the ground mm. rooted into the earth um sending the earth blessings um also another like grounding technique should be like just even like taking a shower letting the water wash over your body cleansing all the negative things that we pick up day to day like I call it like it can stick like get all that off <laughs> of you um just listening listening to nature when you're outside like just listening to the birds and listening to the wind blow and just taking those deep breaths to kind of connect to nature take the moment you know, we're uh, on the go all the time. Like we need to kind of pause and just be in the moment. Um, just even drinking water can help ground you. Um, holding any kind of rock outside or just kind of meditating. Even just like looking up at the clouds, you know, picturing yourself up there flying. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like whatever. Connect Peaceful. Yeah, connecting yeah. to the moment. Like I know myself, I, I sit outside a lot at night and just look at the moon and look at the stars, like pay attention to the moon cycles and how you're feeling. Cause those all play a, a big role in your energy too. Like some people might feel more anxious around a full moon or anxious around a new moon so just paying attention to the moon cycles is definitely beneficial like if you're not doing energy work but you, everyone can do energy work so easily well thank you that that makes it very concrete I appreciate that and so Christopher I'm just I wow I'm imagining you what's your what role are you playing in Shrek um baby bear and little bunny oh my gosh so how do you prep I mean, first of all, you had an audition. I'm, I'm guessing I'm not involved in theater, but you would have had to do an audition and now you're going to be on a big stage in front of all these people. How do you get in the right mindset for that? You know, to push away that anxiousness and that fear that I would feel. I mean, I have to do deep breathing before I go speak in front of a crowd and I'm 60 years old. <laughs> um, so just talking to family and friends can help. And also like thinking positive thoughts and not negative. Um, could also help in deep breathing is a good one to um help clear like all negative thoughts. And going outside is also um just a way to calm yourself. Listening to music, dancing, drawing, journaling, and doing things that make you feel good is good ways of clearing negative thoughts and helping yourself. Well, you probably just answered the question I was about to ask, but you know, you probably have a lot of kids in your class, a lot of kids in your school who come to school worried or afraid for a variety of reasons, things that are happening in their lives that they might not have any control of. Um, what do you think they could do? Just maybe one thing that you could suggest for them that might help them get through those times or those feelings, um, find their way through those feelings. Just doing things that make you feel good and happy. I think it's brilliant. Okay, Tracy, you are a Reiki master. Would you like to share some information about your business? 
Sure, yes. Um, I'm a, a registered Reiki master practitioner. So I practice out of Pure Ethos Health and Wellness, which is on Tecumseh Road uh, in Windsor here. Um, so I work nights and Sundays there, and I also work out of New Earth Wellness, which is on Lesperance Road um, out in Tecumseh on Saturdays. So there um, I offer Reiki and Hot Rock Reiki, and I also do Indie Head Massage. Mm. So I find um, like an Indie Head Massage with Reiki is an amazing um, service for people that can't shut their minds off right away because it's kind of giving you... Uh, an hour to relax and then the last 30 minutes I do Reiki on my clients so oh. it's great I I also take children as as Reiki clients and I've been able to see some really remarkable results I have a lot of kids that come with anxiety and stomach aches and um, sleep issues so I'm able to uh, see the growth in them so it's been an amazing journey and I'm so grateful for all my clients and their trust in me and Thanks. I'm just helping happy to help in any way that I can for anyone, like anybody's wellness journey. There's always another way, you know, people sometimes get frustrated because they've tried something that they hoped was going to work, you know, to help them bring uh, more health and happiness into their life. But there's always another way. And, and this, this is a possibility for people to look into. I'm so thankful that you're both with us today. And Christopher, we have to close because you are just within the next few weeks time performing. Tell us where the performance is going to be and uh, when we can see you on stage. Um, so I belong to um, the Riverfront Theater Company for Shrek. So it's going to be at the old Walkerville Theater. And it is around, it's in May, like around like May 20th. And I think it's like May 20th or May 27th. So we are going to put the link to purchase tickets to go and see Christopher in Shrek in the show notes. And uh, I'm going to try to get there myself. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great theater group. Oh, wonderful. I love to give shout out to local organizations that are making a difference in people's lives. So wonderful. Well, congratulations to you, Christopher. And thank you both for joining us today and taking the helm as we ride the waves to calmer waters. Thank you. Doesn't our future look great with people like Christopher leading the way? I'm excited to share that starting on May 17th, we're moving Taking the Helm to Voice America Radio, which broadcasts to over 140 countries worldwide. It's going to be a live call-in show, which is going to be new for me, but I'm really excited to take callers and have questions for my guests and myself. I am so looking forward to it. We'll be on at 11 a.m. EST starting May 17th. And we've got another nine-year-old next week. Emily is going to join us. Emily writes and performs her own songs. Net Zero is her song all about fossil fuel. Christmas Every Day is another one. Emily and I are going to be talking about what works for her and how she manages those big emotions in her own life when she's preparing to go on stage or to perform. You can find Emily on YouTube as well. Stay healthy and safe. We'll see you next time. We hope you've enjoyed exploring the tips and strategies you and your family can use to be emotionally well. Feel free to head over to lynnmclaughlin.com for a gift. While you're there, check out the resources on the website, including the Power of Thought children's book series. Thank you for joining us as we ride the waves to calmer waters.